Yo, 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 what up, y'all? This is your boy, Ricky Romance, and this is the Ricky Romance No Filter Podcast. That's right, y'all. We back, and we better, better than ever. You know what I'm saying? The number one podcast on iHeartRadio. Let's go. We got the number one YouTuber in the game. He's, but actually, let me say what. So let me say that he's more than a YouTuber. He's a recording artist. He's an actor. He's a loving father to his kids, and he's also a songwriter. So without further ado, I would like to introduce La Truth. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on here too, Rick. <laughs> What's sure. up? With it? What's up with it, fam? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. It's just a blessing to be alive. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Man, what's going on with you, man? Um, wow, man. I've been trying to get in contact with you, man. Uh, you know, just uh, fortunate to finally uh, have a chance to finally sit down with you, man. How's the family doing? Uh, everybody good, man. Maintaining, man. You know. That's good. That's good. That's good, man. So, I wanted to uh, basically kind of talk about you know, a little bit, I want to kind of go back for my listeners who who's not familiar with who you are. Um, you know, I want to kind of go back into, uh, you know, a little intro in terms of who you are. You mind, you mind uh, kind of introducing yourself a little bit? Again, man, I'm a rapper, singer, actor, motivational speaker, comedian, mm-hmm. content creator from North Carolina. You know, I've been doing all of this stuff since I was a kid, man. I started... I started making music when I was in high school. So, you know, the entertainment business has always been a passion of mine. I've been moving and making money for a long time. Yeah, but you being humble and you being real modest, man, you you putting up some, you put some big numbers up on the, you know, when you know, when you go and look at, you know, all your work, you put some really big numbers in. I'm talking about hundreds of millions. Most definitely, man. You know, probably a billion views total on all platforms over the years man you know yeah like, yeah the biggest um platform in the world at one point on facebook with 8.9 million followers um definitely gave a lot of social media content creators an opportunity you know i'm a fan of a lot i'm a fan of the whole culture you know it's a lot of different guys that i gave that platform and you know they became they got millions of followers now they making a lot of money they on tv they doing a lot of different things so what did it take you to get um, to, to where you are? Like, was it was it just uh, just kind of like did it just fall in your lap, or was it was it was it an everyday grind? Was it did it come natural, or was it something that you had to learn a process? You know, the, a pattern that you learned from someone else, maybe you looked up to. Man, no days off, man. Just staying consistent. You know, I've always been a hustler. You know, before social media, I was on. I was out there hitting up, hitting, going from city to city, selling my mixtapes out the trunk like Master P. So I yeah, you got you got, you got you got eleven. You got you got eleven out. When are by any chance you think we gonna get a new mixtape anytime soon? Most definitely, man. I'm working on an R&B project right now, but I'm definitely want to jump back into the mixtape thing. You know, is people still doing mixtapes now these days? Man, listen, man, it don't matter what they doing, it matter about what you doing, man, because you, you've always been a trendsetter. So I think at this point, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Respectfully, man, I like that. <laughs> and back. <laughs> so how, how did you get your start? How would you say you got your start in the music industry? 
man, I just really like, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a student first, you know what I'm saying? I study behind, you know, Jay-Z, Nas, Tupac, Biggie, Eminem, The Locks, all of these people, man. I grew up listening to these artists, so, you know, as soon as I got some money on, you know, hustling or whatever, I started buying studio equipment, recording myself. So it was just something I always wanted to do. And, you know, I always did these things independent. I had artists under me that I was, you know, writing for locally and all that different stuff. So I've always just been on that, on the music thing. When did you, when did you re realize that you wanted to actually do music? Uh, high school, man. You know, that song Tupac put out Dear Mama. See, I lost uh -huh. my, I lost my mother when I was five years old to stomach mm -hmm. cancer. I'm sorry to hear that. The same cancer I had to battle with. So it's like that song, Dear Mama, just hearing how he put that together, the poetry behind it. It was just like, man, you think, I think I want to do this and, you know, put my pain out through my music. So that's kind of what got me tapped in with the music. Wow. Um, you mentioned, um, you mentioned, you know, ha you know, having cancer. And uh, that's something that I want to get to, you know, later on, um, you know, as we were talking. Um, but uh, to man, much respects, much respects to your mom. Sorry for your loss. I know it was many years ago, but you oh, know, I just it. recently experienced that as well. And you know, I've lost some friends and family as well uh, to cancer. So I say, fuck cancer. Exactly. And um, you know, um, man, it's, it's it's a pleasure sitting here talking to you, man. You know what I mean? You're a legend in your own right. Um, yeah, I actually created the hashtag um, FK Cancer hashtag FK Cancer man. And once I was, Wait, I was when I was cancer, my you created that. Yes, most definitely, man. I actually got that that um, copyrighted and everything. Wow. Yeah, man, that's pretty. That's pretty huge, right there. That hashtag right there. Um. So yeah, man. So um, how did you start writing music? Like, um, did you were you like using other beats to, you know, kind of mimic the sound and then kind of like, you know, using, you know, you know, how you would look at another, another um, artist's bars and then you would kind of like maybe mimic. Right. In the early stage in the early stages of, of beginning to write or. Nah, see, my, my, how do you do it? See, my approach was always originality with it. Like I would hear a beat, a popular song, you know, an artist I may have looked up to, but once I hear the beat, it would become my song. Like, it would, it would sound nothing like the original artist. And, you know, I would always just rap about my life, things that I went through. So, you know, all my music is, is real life stuff, things that I've actually went through. And then, like, I see you had a chance to, you know, work with the legendary Snoop Doggy Dog. He don't, he don't call himself Snoop, Snoop Doggy Dog no more, but yeah, Snoop Dogg, man. Like, how did you how did you make that happen, man? That's pretty cool, bro. That's yeah, really man. Big. Yeah, that was a blessing, man. At the time, the management that I was dealing with, um, they had reached out to me to do a feature on that actually partic that particular work uh, record with KZ, and Snoop Dogg was already on the record. So when they reached out to me to do my verse, I put everything together, and you know the artists, you know, I actually own all the rights to the song as well. Like, I actually bought the rights to, from the song, but this song was actually done through a contest from another artist, KZ. 
Oh, yeah. the, song, the song was so dope, you know. Snoop was Snoop actually had shared it and talked about it on Twitter and Instagram, and you know, I actually got to meet Snoop in person, smoke with him, vibed out at his house with him, and you know, it's definitely a legendary record. So wait a minute, are you are you from the West Coast, or are you from Atlanta, or, or are you from what the East Coast? I'm just trying to figure out because you got a you got an East Coast Southern. <laughs> West Coast type thing going on. Man, I most definitely hear that all the time. But you know, <laughs> from the South, I'm a Southern artist. I'm from North Carolina. But I did, I grew up listening to the spinners. North Carolina. Wait, wait, hold on. What? North Carolina? Yeah. As in what? Charlotte? Close to Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely rep Charlotte, but I'm from Forest City, North Carolina, small town. Okay. Uh, but I grew up listening to the East Coast. So, you know. So, wait, you was born in North Carolina. Uh huh. Then you you went to Atlanta and grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. And then now you like taking over the West Coast? Trying to, you know. <laughs> with, the, with the name, you know, a lot of people didn't understand where the name came from. The truth, like LA Truth. Yeah. When I first when I first got on social media, man, it was MySpace. And um I put in I put in my artist name, I put in the truth. That's what I was going by at the time. But when I put that in, it was like a hundred pages of rappers going by the same name. So I was like, I gotta be creative. Like I, I don't want to use a name that everybody's using, but I still want to be the truth. So when you put LA together, you know, in Spanish, la is the. So I put it together with truth. So la truth actually is a double meaning. LA also means lyrical assassin. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Your vocals, man. Hey, I'm I'm surprised, bro. My face got burned out of nowhere. I was like, you know, I saw a lot of your videos that I never clicked on, you know what I mean? But I saw them, you know, actually scrolling, you know, scrolling online and stuff like that. And um, I never thought you would be an artist, bro. I mean, looking at you, the first thing I think is you was like a rapper and you was like maybe a member with with maybe with G-Unit or maybe some right. members from, from Rap-A-Lot or something uh, like that. But like vocally, man, like you like... They could put you on the stage with Tank. Nah, for real, man. I grew I up listening your thing. to Yeah. I grew like, up listening I, to R&B too. So, you know, I've always had that uh, the vocals. My dad is a is a singer himself. He sings in the church. He's great with the R&B. So, just listening to him sing, it was something I knew I could do. And I wanted to add that element, you know, back before Drake came out and started draking it out with his songs, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of, a lot of people was like, "Bro, you should do both." But I watched certain artists that was just so serious about just the rapping. They tried it and it didn't work. So it made me kind of stuck myself in that box of just rapping when I should have been doing both the whole time. So, you know, I got some regrets. You know, I should have definitely been singing a long time ago. Cause hey, listen, I'm going to tell you like this, man. If you listen, you can sing, you can, you can, you can rap. But another thing you can do too, man, if you ever want to just stay right here in Las Vegas with me, man. We can make a whole bunch of money with you, uh, uh, with, with with you impersonating Tupac. Cause I swear, man, <laughs> I swear, man. You sure y'all ain't related? <laughs> now, that's funny, bro. You yeah, sure nah, you man. ain't? You sure you? You sure you ain't? You sure you ain't? You sure you, ain't, you sure you ain't pop? Now I don't know what happened, bro. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> man. Like when I when I went through the cancer battle. You know, I was 255 pounds when I first found that I had cancer. 
Wow. So, so I went on the holistic thing and started juicing fruits and vegetables and working out every day, and I trimmed down. And, you know, when I got small, that's a lot of people started saying I look like Tupac. So, you know, I equivalent that to the artistry, obviously. We we both Geminis. I'm June 15th, Pop uh, June 15th. You yeah, feel my me? Brother, my, my, my brother's a Gemini as well, June 13th, Raz B. Okay. Yeah, sure. y'all all Gemini. Oh, Kanye. Y'all other brother, Kanye. Kanye. Ice Cube. Yeah, y'all crazy though, man. That's what they say. Y'all crazy, crazy when it comes to y'all money and y'all business, man. Y'all yeah. just, man, you know what I mean? Y'all is so focused, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Man, that's the type of focus, man, that leads that leads millions of people, man, to to go out and, and inspire to to give back to their community and go out and do the type of things you've been able to do, man. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. We, we, we strict about that grind, so we misunderstood in a lot of ways, but we good people. Gemini's are good people. Yeah, no, for real, man. Y'all, one thing, uh, uh, when I say crazy, I don't mean crazy because people can take that in the wrong way. I say crazy in a good way, meaning like a genius. Like, you guys, people may think you're crazy, but really, in all that honesty, you guys are actually really genius, and you guys really do, um, you know, have a lot of insight or, you know, just know what's going on. So, shout out right. to all the Geminis. But I think it's Aries season right now, man. So, uh, man, shout out to all the Aries, too, man, that uh celebrating their birthday right now. Yeah, shout um, out to Aries, man. Aries, go out and support the Gemini. Yeah. I'm not, can I ask you, um, you okay, so you're a songwriter as well. Um, what artists have you have you written for? I mean, I've written for a lot of different artists, but you know, a lot of them is in my camp, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, dope. That's dope. And, and I do like, you know, artists I can't even speak their name or who I wrote for, you know, they yep. pay me enough to keep yeah, their know. I don't really yeah. But you you know a lot of them. I'm just not going. Well, yeah. Well, we'll have. Well, well. Listen. We'll have to have the industry got every got somebody else writing the songs for them, and you know, obviously, you know, we we get paid, you know, and they take, you know, they put their name on it, and you know, the the, the checks are so so nice. It really ain't nothing to talk about, right? You know what I mean? As long as that publishing is coming in, you did facts. <laughs> Um, but no, nah, man, I definitely gotta, man, I definitely, man, you know, my, my for all the, all the, the listeners that are females, which is more than half, um, you know, they really love, man, uh, you know what I'm saying, when, uh, you know, uh, vocalists such as yourself that got the real vocals come on here and spit a little some, some, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, man, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but, you know, man, I'm sure I can get, like, a little four bars or something, man, with that new single you about to drop. Yeah, I'll give him some of that drop. Oh, wait, or do you want to rap? i give him some of that drop it low. It's already out there, man. i give him the hook, man. Just about to ask you, because the numbers is, is, is growing right now. I see him. Let me see you dance, girl. Drop it low. Drop it, drop it low. Let me see you dance, girl. Drop it low, drop it to the flow, yeah. If you can dance, baby, I got cash. Let me see you dance, girl. Drop it low, 
Drop it to the floor. Hey, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, damn. Nigga. I'm over Hey, you can crip walk to that, too, man. That ain't just nothing. <laughs> slow dance, too. You can slow dance, groove, and crip walk, and you can hold your back up against the wall. I'm talking about, man, that's a jam right there, man. Yeah, I appreciate the love, man. Yes, they definitely sir. turning up on TikTok, man. It's over 6,000 women dancing to it on TikTok. It's doing numbers, man. It's, it's, it's doing its thing. Yo, we definitely got to get that record in rotation, brother. So, man, if you can make sure your um, yo, yo, your management team, man, please get that over to you. We definitely want to get that in rotation, man. That, that's a nice record right there, bro. Who, now, who produced that song right there? Who produced Drop It Low? Uh, I got to, man, I, I got to get back into the particulars on that one, man. Okay. Well, listen, ain't nobody going to stop what God has for you, my brother. So that's one thing that we do know is that you did write the lyrics, correct? Most definitely. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Dude's all right. The dude's name is so hard to pronounce. That's why I can't even say his name right now. So. Hey, well, to the producer of Drop It Low, man, brother, God sent you from heaven up above, and we thank you for that wonderful beat because I was over here bouncing, and I'm still bouncing. <laughs> Oh, it's it's definitely a classic, man. So what's up, man? What's up? What's up with, with your social media, man? You got a big presence on every platform, bro. I swear, man. Um, psh, I mean, what's up with your Facebook, man? You know, yeah, I still I still got the Facebook going. You know, I, the the page that I got, point mm -hmm. nine million followers. I'm waiting to get that back right now. That page, that page was um taken away from me about uh six months ago, maybe. So, but I do got other platforms on Facebook with, you know, I still got over 2 million with the pages that I got right now on Facebook. I have 2.5 million on TikTok, 1.1 million on Instagram, and mm. almost 300,000 on YouTube, so. Mm. Wow. So, I, I, I see, um, I see there's some, like, relation or some ties to, um, uh, comedian DC Young Fly, can you tell me a little bit about um, y'all relationship? We cool, you know. When we see each other, we speak. Everything is good. Um, people like DC Young Fly. I'm gonna name these people right here. I'm fans of these people too, man. Like DC Young Fly, Ha Ha Davis, Woody the Great, Robbie World. Man, it's it's hundreds of different creators that came through my platform. You know, I'm fans of their work. Um, I definitely post them to my social media as well. Um, the platform I have with over 8.9 million followers, I always tag them and show them love. They manage me, contact me for promotion and all that as well. Um, it's good seeing these guys doing what they're doing, but I put a lot of different people on through my social media, man. So is this is this your is this your Facebook in particular, or is this a YouTube follow? The Facebook follow. You know, at the time, with um, just like right now, if you go look at facebook and look at world star the following that they got you go look at shade room you go look at all these platforms a lot of these platforms don't have 8.9 million followers right now so right. back when i was doing this it was like the way the market was at the time let's say i post dc on fly he goes viral um at the time whenever i was posting him he probably had about thirty thousand followers on instagram a lot of these a lot of the other creators that i named had about 20 to thirty thousand followers but once I post them and it goes viral, Worldstar would take the same video that I posted and they would repost them too. 
So it's like I kind of was like the social media content creator A and R. Like if I post you and you was hot, everybody else would post you too. So that promo would be even more ridiculous. Basically, basically, you was a you was a one man world star because when world star posts your shit, every blog, everybody takes it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You was a one man, the one man world star. That's your new nickname, one man world star. World star actually was following <laughs> me too, man. It was like everything I posted, world Shout star was posted you. right after I did it. <laughs> man, so it was dope. yeah, it was dope just seeing so many artists come up too, so many content creators come mm-hmm. up. I, I like seeing it. I miss World Star, man. I miss it. It's not the same, you know what I'm saying. Ever since Q died, you know what I mean. I actually personally deal with him, you know what I mean, a lot. So, just you know, man, to like hear, you know, you be compared to like, you know, the accomplishment of what he's did with World Star. That's crazy. Just, just talking to you, you know what I mean. Just knowing that, you know, that guy gave you, you know, that much, you know, power to be able to help and bless and help to launch other people's career like that. That's crazy. Like that's like the power of of a record label kind of people. Yeah, man. And definitely shout out to, to a lot of them guys that do reach back out, you know, the, um, Michael, Jackson, um, a lot of these guys that actually, you know, they go, they actually vocal about saying how I put a lot of people in position to win. And, and it's a lot of people that they feel like people might've used me in certain situations. And I always tell people, you can't, you can't use somebody who want to see you win. You know, I'm happy about seeing everybody else's success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I reach out, when I do something for people, I'm not really doing it for something in return. I'm doing it because I genuinely genuinely want to see you winning. So that's how it is with me. That's how I move in, in everything that I do. I don't ever feel used because I do it with, with intentions to see that person winning. Man, I tell you, man, you're doing a, you're doing a damn good job, man, considering... You know what I'm saying? The 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 amount of daily press and comments and you know, different people I see this making videos that has that has your name in it. I mean, it's it's crazy, bro. How did you come about becoming a YouTube content creator? Well, everything pretty much just stems from, you know, just my background of how I came up. I've always wanted to do the entertainment, so really ain't see myself doing nothing else so i took advantage of any platform that they ever created so from vine they used to have vine out there i had millions of followers on vine myspace i actually had six hundred thousand followers on myspace when it was popping so any platform that came out you know i'm always gonna put myself on there and i just work hard so a lot of times it'd be the same content as well and youtube i kind of busted youtube open when i came out with my series will he cheat um, it was a um, a web series that I did, and that video actually did over 50 million views on all the platforms that it was posted on. It was on Worldstar, it was on all the social media platforms, and it did millions of views everywhere it was at. That's un- that's un- that's unrealistic. I'm over here numb, bro. That's them is crazy numbers, bro. Them is crazy numbers, bro. Them is like Drake numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Have you ever been compared to Drake or like, you know, um Yeah, with the singing, you know, with nine, the singing I mean, I'm just saying, like you the numbers, you got the same numbers going on here. Yeah, with the singing with the singing and the rapping, you know, you know, as far as the as far as six nine, you know, that's a little different ball game. Hey, so you so you you, you dance too? I heard you do you um um I, I, some I, somebody was telling me that you be that you be uh 
dancing like a Marion, and I was like, no, nah, he be doing the shoe, uh, shoe doo wop. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I tell you what, man, I, a Marion wouldn't even want to battle me, like for real. <laughs> you could take it right back to uh, what's what's that? Stomp the yard or. What's the, what's you, got served. you got served, man. Amarion, Amarion, put a meal up. We'll see what's up, man. Let's battle. Hey. <laughs> the truth just called Amarion out. That's crazy. Chris Brown, let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Let's get it popping, man. Oh, shit. Chris Brown. Oh my God! Bro. If I beat Chris Brown in a in a dance off, he got to go. I bet you that. Hey, I bet you. Hey, I bet you don't. I bet you they don't respond. <laughs> Cause uh, you know they, should, you know I just maybe Chris will. Chris will probably respond, but shit, Amarion, man, he's a fucking <laughs> Chris Brown. Uh, I can't. Chris Brown might not respond, but Amarion might need to respond because I think it'll actually get his name back out there. He'll be back relevant. Uh, if I he mean, can, if he can beat me be in the dance off, if Amarion can beat me in the dance off, his name will be back popping. Man, I don't know, man. Amarion shit, I man. I might, it might be, I might have a, you know, he just put out a new um, docu series, and uh, okay. he got, he's got me featured in there, and I didn't sign off on it. I didn't give him no damn permission, so he might have a damn lawsuit on his hands. But um, yeah. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave that to my attorney to handle. Yeah, man. You so, know, hope everything works out on that. So I want to ask you a couple more things about, um, just in regards to YouTube. I don't want to. Just, I know you. I'm pretty sure you hear it every everywhere you go. How do I start my YouTube channel? Hey, can you help me? I, I'm sure you hear all of that. So I was gonna ask you like, like one or two more things, and then we are gonna move on. Um, so, okay. So, w- w- would it be would it be safe and fair to say that it's a lot of money to make on YouTube, or is it too late for people that want to jump on the bandwagon? Nah, man, it's never too late. Just be you. You know what I'm saying? As long as you can be yourself, figure out a way to make that work for you, man. Really? Stay consistent. Yeah, most definitely. Stay consistent. Is that easy? It is. It is. But you just got, like I said, you got to be consistent. You can't just make one video out the year and expect for that to take off and do something. You got to be consistent, man, and have a vision. What is consistent? Every day. You got to treat it like a job. You know, a lot of people be sitting back, they watch a YouTube creator or whatever they see they see us making millions of dollars buying houses and being in all types of cars and shit, and they be sitting around hating, but they don't realize, like, it's a lot of work that goes into it. You're not going to just post a video, and then, you know, that is, that's that's it. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of people right now, they're speaking on the truth. They get on there, and they talk about the truth, and they get views. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just got to figure out your avenue and create. That's it. It's all about creating, man. You can make if you are if you are a person who work in your garage and you fix cars and you and you film yourself, people are gonna watch that. People wanna know how to fix a car. If you are a cook or a chef, whatever the case may be, man. If but how long does it start to take the money? Do you just press do you just do I just say, okay, I'm about to go in the kitchen right now and I'm about to make dinner and then I just press record and every day I do the same thing? Every day it, you do the it's same automatic, thing. And then automatic every automatic I'm gonna start getting views. Yes, yeah, so somebody's gonna like it, you know. But you gotta definitely reach out to the to you know reach out to people like myself and other other avenues of promotion. You know you gotta get it seen. If you have no followers, 
you got to invest in yourself. If you got some money and you can pay Google ads and different things like that to run the ads to get your stuff. Put yeah, everybody's people. paying now. Yeah, everybody's yeah, paying yeah. now. That's, that's what time it is. Yeah, and, and nothing's wrong with that. You know, you got to invest in yourself because yeah. if, you're starting, if you're starting out with no followers and then you're just posting content every day, unless you have other platforms to send that traffic there, then yeah, boost it. You know, you can, you can pay Google. Google owns YouTube, so if you're paying Google... Google is going to put your video in front of other people. Hey, man. You see what I'm saying? Hey, all I'm going to say is, man, tell everybody, make sure you tell everybody about my show. You know, tell them how comfortable I made you feel. Man, tell them, man, I have fresh fresh water for you, man. The bar is fully stocked. You know, you got fresh fried chicken, man, and Beach, you got the peanut feed butter water. jelly sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um man, um so your wife, man, um I with all due respect, man, I I hate to ever ask or speak on another man's wife, man. So I don't wanna try to make this, you know, too controversial or anything like that just for my show or for ratings or anything like that. So I I just want to ask you, like, what happened? Because if if I wasn't talking to you and I had my own opinion, I'd probably say something probably reckless and that when probably... Yo. And so, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and so... Yeah, it sounds like it's fading out. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, okay. Um, well, looks like I'm have to uh, step in. Looks, looks like we're gonna have to do a little, uh, a little scratching and mixing. You know what I mean? Nah. Um, at a um, two people just tried to uh, try to call right now. Um, but uh, what what's the relationship with you and your wife? Because you know, there were some allegations, there were some things that were said, um, you know, there were said to be some some proof of some things, and, you know, there's two sides to every story, and, you know, I, I haven't really heard from any credible sources in terms of, you know, what really, what it is that, you know, really happened, and, and, and what happened, you know, only God knows, but how's the relationship with with you and your ex-wife right now i mean it's just exactly what you said it's definitely uh, the ex-wife um hell has no fury like a woman scorn man that's pretty much all it is it's mm. you know a bunch of lying going on which has already been revealed to the public you know they they can see what's going on you know when if when everything first happened when she told her story you know she made it known that she was the aggressor she went back live again and said that I've never abused her a day in her, in her life. I've never put my hands on her. She's already made those statements, but from that first, from the 911 call and her going live saying abuse was real, everybody took that and ran with that narrative. But for everybody that's been watching, all the all the content is out there. If you go on YouTube, but but let me ask you, like for real, you didn't, you didn't you didn't just smack her up maybe just a little bit? Hell no, nah, man. I don't put my hands on women. That's good. That's good. That's nah, good. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in that. You feel me? If you got to put your hands on them, you should just go ahead and leave them right there where they stand. Mm -hmm. 
you know, reason yeah. to be with somebody that you got to put your hands on. I don't respect that at all. So, and you know what's so funny? It's so many women in the world. Uh -huh. Why would you raise your hand to put your hand on a woman when you can easily just walk away? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like common sense. It's like who would jeopardize everything that you have, everything that they have, all the success and everything that you work to achieve. Who would jeopardize that? Absolutely, man. That's it. Just, <laughs> it, makes, it makes no sense, you know. Uh -huh. and, you see, and you see this happening a lot with yeah women saying that the man abused them, and it's only because the man. Well, mostly, the mostly man in the black community. Mostly, mostly, mostly in the black community. Yeah, all together. I mean, not just the black community, because since this has happened to me, I get tons of messages from other guys, and I'm talking about different races. Seriously? Different other races, races, man. Yes, and I wasn't even aware, man. There's so many, it'd be so many white men in my DMs telling me about situations like, because I, when I speak, I speak for, for my black audience. And, you know, the white guys just be like, yo, I think it's messed up that you don't say anything about us. The same thing happens to us. I, I, I'm like, man, I wasn't even aware that this this happens with y'all. Like, you feel me? So, it's a major thing, man. You know, when the, calling the police and all these different things, a lot of women are doing these things, all because they're emotional. You know, go through a man's phone, and they just mad or insecure, and they'll actually spaz out and call the police in these situations. So, and that's hey. that's what happened in these situations. It's all I can, knowledge. I can, I, I can, re I can relate. You know what I'm saying in terms of, um, you know, you know, spazzing and you know, you know, and all of that. But I, calling the police hasn't ha hasn't happened. But you know, man, when it gets toxic, man, you got to know when to when to go. You know what I mean? True. And so, man, I commend you, man, just for um, you know, man, surviving cancer. I, I, you know, and you know, making it out of a toxic relationship, you know, and but not making the mockery of it. You know what I mean? You know, and and actually, you know, being able to, you know, being able to be open enough to be able to talk about it. You know, so yeah, I mean, I feel I like appreciate that, man. At this point, it's definitely one of it's a mission because y'all, a lot of us got sons out here. Yeah, we got to talk about it as men. We got to have these conversations. And most men, most of us as as men, we don't we don't talk about it. And mm -hmm. had mine not went public like it did, you know, her going on a rant with millions of people to see what she said, you know, I wouldn't even be talking about it. But it's like when you go through these type of situations, they open your eyes. You don't you don't realize how important this is for the, for the sons I your sons I had is gonna go through the same thing. Abuse is real. That ain't nothing that nobody should be playing about and lying about. So I definitely want to apologize to anybody who's actually went through real abuse and they had to sit through this type of stuff and hear this type of because it's bad for the people who have really been abused to see a situation like this where it was nothing but lies told. Now let me ask you: Have you did you grow up in a in an abusive household? Hell no, man. My grandparents raised me, and I've never seen my grandpa raise his finger to my to my grandmother ever. You know what I'm saying? So I've never seen I've never seen a man put his hands on a woman. I've never witnessed it for myself at all. Did you did you did you did you have a by any chance? Did you you know what were your friends? You know, were they hostile or aggressive, or you know, did you grow up in a in a, in a gang a gang neighborhood? I mean, you know, is there any type of thing? Is there any type of traits that will possibly think people 
you know, lead people to possibly think that, you know, what you're saying is bullshit? Nah, not at all, man. I didn't grow up in no gang neighborhoods or none of that, man. Um, none of my friends ever been in those situations of domestic violence or none of that neither. Like, I don't I don't have a record at all. Like, I, I don't have a domestic violence charge on my background. I don't have any of that. I don't have no felonies or none of that. And 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 you never and you never spent the night in jail. Never spent the night in jail, man. I don't have any domestic charges Look at all. God. Look at God. Look at God. You see what I'm saying? You know what I expected you to say? What's I that? I expect you to say yeah. <laughs> I expect you to say yeah. Cause statistics say that, you know, that that we've all been locked up. That we all got a record, right? You know, that we're all a piece of shit. You know, and so, you know, man, big up to you, man. You know, being the father that you are, man. Being, you know, and, and I know that I know that that's, you know, one of your number one passions aside from your career is is being a father. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? You know. Yeah, I represent real father gang, man. You know, like I said, when I when I met my ex wife, you know, what I'm you got to put me, you got to put me on, man. You got to put me on, dog. When I met my ex-wife, man, I, I had six million followers. Um, I only had one child. I represent a brand called Real Father Gang. That's my brand. Um, when I met her, she had three children by another guy. I raised her children just like my own children. Um, I put her in position to be successful. I put her in my skits. She didn't have any followers at all on social media. And I, you know, I turned into a star on the internet. You know what I'm saying? She got millions of followers off me posting her in my content for six years. So for this to be happening the way it's happening, you know, it's definitely heartbreaking. It's a lot of, it's a lot of betrayal in there and, you know, and I've never did anything to her at all. Never physically touched her in any type of way. Yeah. And you, 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 um, you, man, people be talking a lot of stuff, man, but you never know, man, what it is until you hear it from the, until you actually hear it from the actual mouth, of, you know what I'm saying, itself, you know what I mean? Like, to actually, to actually be talking to you, man, like, it, I, you know, I heard all stuff, you know what I mean? I could ask you a bunch of stupid shit, but, you know, just talking to you, man, like, you know what I mean? You, you, you can't judge a person, you know what I'm saying, especially when you don't know them. Yeah, nah, that's facts, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you never, know, it's, it's two sides to every story. You I know, never, never once bashed her throughout this whole thing. Like, see, and that's why God's blessing you. That's why your that's why your numbers is going up. That's why God is blessing you. Yeah, and I'm still not gonna bash her. Like at the end of the day, I want to see her win. We got a child together. Right. It would right. sound it would sound crazy for anybody to to wish that the person that they had a child with mm -hmm. to and wish wins all. Successful, like. At the end of the day, the bigger she gets, the bigger I get, and my daughter, my daughter gets. You feel me? She, she mm -hmm. care of. So I would hope yeah. that she would wish the same thing for me. The bigger I get. Hey, I'm gonna I, tell you what you. I'm gonna tell you one thing that you didn't do, man. You didn't make no mistake in choosing that and in, in choosing and choosing that woman. Y'all might have y'all differences, but you know one thing. You know you your your daughters. She's in good hands, you know what I'm saying? If anything ever ever happened to you, you know what I mean? You definitely had a good, you know, definitely got a, you know, uh, uh, you, you know what you're doing, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes people, we just don't see eye to eye after a while. Yeah, yeah. My daughter is my world, so, you know, that's the whole thing. Like, you should always wish for your partner. Mm -hmm. It'd be good because, like I said, at the end of the day, none of us are promised. You know, I went through, I went through a scare, you know? 
and going through that cancer, it made me see things way different. I value, I value myself a whole lot more than I did before going into that whole cancer battle. So that's why I can't just stand for any old thing. So, well, you man, congratulations, man. You know, you know, you you were diagnosed with, with stomach cancer. I don't know. Uh, well, a lot of people know. Um, for, for me, I, I I personally didn't know until you know just finding out you know recently and. Um, you know, you know, when I met you and, you know, I, I just been like, kind of like, you know, locked into my own world, you know what I mean? So I just, I, I missed that part and, and I, and it's just a black, it's, it, you know, it just overjoys me to find out that you beat it as well. So, you know, I'm just happy to hear that, man. And, you know, man, I, you did it naturally and, you know, man, you know, that's that's something in itself, you know what I mean, that people need to know that, you know, you can, you too can be stomach cancer, you know what I mean? Well, definitely or not. cancer or any type of cancer, you know what I mean, through natural remedy. Yeah, stomach cancer has killed a lot of people. Cancer as a, as a whole has killed a lot of people. But, you know, I had to, I had to do the, I did the holistic approach. I also had surgery as well because with the type of cancer that I went through, it is a gene called the CDH1 gene mutation. That if somebody has died in your in your family that has stomach cancer, I would suggest you definitely go out and get the gene testing. Any type of cancer, though, if anybody has ever died in your family with any type of cancer, go get the gene test so you can kind of tell and be ahead of it. And that's how I was able to find out I was stage one because I was getting tests done every year. My sister passed from the same stomach cancer that my mom passed from. So after she passed, all of my siblings, we all went out and started getting a test and had to get ahead of it. My brother, I have a brother that's, that, that does not have a stomach anymore. And I also have a sister that does not have a stomach as well. So so the whole family don't have stomachs? Except for one. One of my sisters, she don't have the gene, so she didn't have to get her stomach removed. Um, I actually had stage one stomach cancer when I found out. And my sister also had stage one stomach cancer so oh my god bro you're like a walking living legend like bro like bro like you're like a walking testimony in real life man and you definitely are man here for a purpose your music is a gift you know um you know man just man you just a real man down to earth brother you know, man, I really appreciate getting a chance to talk to you, get to know you, get the chance to ask you these personal questions, you know what I'm saying? And even to some of the, you know, some of the just, you know, public, you know, questions and, you know, related to your career. But, man, you know, it's been a pleasure, a pleasure, man, talking to you, man. And I, I know you're busy and I don't want to hold, I don't want to hold you, man. Is there any other thing that you can and tell all of my listeners and your listeners as well in terms of, you know, new projects that you have coming up in the near future? Yes, I definitely got an R&B album coming out. More movies, more scams. I mean, more, more skits, more short films and things like that are coming, more books. <laughs> book Wait right a minute, now. bro. You said more scams, bro. I said more scams. <laughs> I was bro. trying to say skits, bro. bro let me find. Let me find out you got the credit card machine over there. Nah, I said skims, bro. I meant skits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you called that out too, so we can make sure we get that straight. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so you ain't nothing scam, ain't nothing scamming over here coming my way, but yeah, okay, that... I, I meant skits, short films, okay. Okay. skits, and it kind of went together. But um, okay, so new skits coming up, new, new music, new music, new, new books, new books too. I got a book out too called "How to Consistently Be Great in Bed." It's on Amazon. Wait a minute, hold up, hey man, hey man, I better get my signed copy, man. You know what I mean? So I can be learning how to please my girl, and I can learn how to make her happy. You know, man, come on now, brother. <laughs> I didn't even know you was doing it like that. Yeah, All right, man. Yeah. No, for real, bro. Um, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for stopping by. No doubt, man. Be blessed. Man, you hey, man. You a real one, bro. I'll talk to you soon, man. Give me that record, bro. I'm getting rotation. All right, for sure. All right, bro. God bless. I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace.